What's up, man? What's up? What's going on? Yo, just hanging out, man. Thank yeah, you for bro. joining us. Thank here. you for having me. Thank you so much. Um, you're actually I'm one honored. of the biggest episodes, man. At first, when y'all came on episode 13, man. From what you guys were telling me, yeah, I actually got to look at it because fuck, I didn't even know a lot of people listened to that episode. So thank you, everybody who listened. I mean, I felt like I didn't have much shit to say that episode, but I have a lot more to say now. So okay, let's make let's make it let's make it popping. Let's get into it. But yeah, man. Uh, since then, we've had like I think 15, 16 episodes and shit. Yeah. What so are you, you guys on like on episode what? Like Twenty nine. Twenty nine. Almost 29. thirty. Thirty. This is thirty. Shit, son. So, episode 30, you guys yeah. came a fucking long way. Fuck yeah. Yeah, you know, we keep on chugging, bro. It, it's cool. I'm just trying to expand. You know, we make business cards and shit and trying to get the brand out there. I don't know. I want a hat. A hat? Like, like merch? Hat. Like merch or just your own? Like, my own fucking hat. Your, and then if people want it, then I might make more of them. Supply merch. That's actually not a bad idea. But yeah. Like exclusive. I'm going to do a collab with like with like Supreme or something. Bro, I was just about to say Supreme. <laughs> I was about to say Supreme. <laughs> Supreme X the throne. That'd be so lit, dude. <laughs> Holy shit. Those hats would be like $600. Exactly. It'd be so profitable. I'd, dro- I'd drop a brick just to get a Supreme X the throne hat. Dude, you know you know they actually dropped a brick? There's a Supreme brick that they sold for like $30 or some shit. Bruh, I- and then it resold for like hundreds of dollars. Bro, Supreme could like put their... <laughs> Supreme could put their name on like a pile of dog shit and people would buy it. They would. No, for real, dude. There's a Supreme crowbar, a Supreme like toolbox. I I I saw the I saw the Supreme toaster, and that shit blew my fucking mind. There's a Supreme money it's, gun. It's like five hundred bucks, bro. Yeah, for, for a fucking toaster. That's a Supreme on it. Yeah, and it's all white, and it just has the red Supreme on it. Yeah, you, you know Which, what they make now? They make fucking like THC oil cartridges mm-hmm. that just are Supreme branded. And so they cost a bunch more. Bro, they're they're expanding. They are they will be the new conglomerate. They're just expanding like they have so many collabs with so many companies that they can do whatever the fuck they but want. But they're so exclusive. Like if you want to buy Supreme shit, you have to spend like hundreds of dollars. You have to wait in line and shit. I mean, like think about it. If something is made and it's not we as humans, unfortunately, if something is easily accessed, we don't want it. Like, people fucking hate McDonald's, and McDonald's is so cheap. Yeah. But look at fucking Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A is so expensive. It is expensive, But bro. people fucking love it. I love Chick-fil-A. So, How can you not love Chick-fil-A? I love Chick-fil-A. But I would take Chick-fil-A over McDonald's any day. Of course. But, Even though it's more expensive, right? Yeah. Because you I, pay for what I, you I can get. Dro- I can drop the extra dollars, but the... Like, as, even even in clothing, like, think about a, Wal- a shirt from Walmart. Like, buying a t-shirt from Walmart. That's like a dollar. You're probably going to wear that shirt to, like, work out or whatever, but you're not going to wear, like, a Walmart shirt to, like, go to, like, a nice event. You're going to look for your expensive shit. Right. So people drop money for just the fact that they can say, I got it. I have some expensive shit on. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you got on your Arrows 1 shirt. Yeah. That's a fucking limited shirt. Who knows if that shit's going to be around for their next pressing. No one knows. So you got that one. In the future, you could probably resell that shit for like five hundred bucks. If yours one gets off, I mean, why not? Same thing with your Born Beneath shirt. Though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And so. even, and even the Macronium shirt that I have, because I don't have the green Macronium shirt. <laughs> yeah, the pink one. I have the pink one. Oh my god, I want the pink one. I so have the pink bad. one, and I'm I like so the pink hot, one bro. more than the green one, at, because even more so, they were offering me the green one at first, and I was like, oh, I'll buy it another day. And then, and then Damn. we played, we played um, Mm-hmm. and they had the pink shirts, and I'm like, bruh. 
Like now, nah, drop. So stupid, bro. I bought one for my ex, bro. I should have bought one for my fucking self, nigga. <laughs> that shit is so hard, dude. I love the pink one, man. Bro, I love. That I shit love. Is hard. I have the pink fucking the pink macronium shirt, and I have the Margetin shirt, which is pink. Word. So, yeah. So. Dude, I, I thought it'd be cool to do like the Unoya shirt, like, but the O was pink, bro. What the what the Oni? Nah, 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 nah. The just a regular ass Unoya shirt. The, the like the one o. like the one with the with the with the with Omega the symbol in the center, mm-hmm. just the logo. Yeah, the if one you, that you have. If you do if you do that, I'll drop for that. Because I think it'd be hard because the O kind of lands on the chest too, mm-hmm. and it's pink. It's offset. It's not it's not dead in the center. Nah, it's a it's little not. bit over. Yeah. So, and then if you do if you do like a pink one. I, I'd I'd drop for a pink one. I mean, I feel like if we did something like that, though, we kind of would have to figure out some way to donate some money. But yeah, I mean, it's it's just right. Like at the end know. of the day, how many charities out here are really that trustworthy, though? I don't fuck with. To be frank, I don't fuck with a lot of major, a lot of major charities because most of them are just money, money like conglomerates. Like they don't give a fuck about. What they sell, like March of Dimes and Susan Cross G. Coleman. And and, yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I'd rather work with a hospital directly than fucking just give donate to them. money, right? Yeah, like, like Joe D. Like, I used to donate to Joe D. heavily because the money that you give to the to the Joe DiMaggio Foundation, mm-hmm. it goes back to the hospital. To the hospital right there on Johnson. Yeah, yeah. But like, my kid goes there a lot because my kid has sickle cell anemia. So. Oh fuck. So like. The mo- you can see that the money that they're getting, they put into the hospital itself. So, so it's, what does sickle cell do exactly? Um, basically, you're born with a with a bloodline with a blood disorder that your blood cells don't generate all the way. Instead of it coming out like a circle, it comes out like a moon, like a crescent moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, with right. that being said, it doesn't hold oxygen as well. You get blood clots easy. Um, if like you get injured and shit, like, it's a lot more dire than, like, like, let's say, let's say I break an arm. I break an arm. Right. I need to go, I need to go to the hospital with a little more urgency than a normal person because I have the trait, so it's, like, half and half. So it's, like, your your blood doesn't clot as easy? No, my blood, my blood clots easier. Mm. It clots way more. So how is that more urgent? Because if it clots, then like it, I, it can give me a heart attack. Oh, I thought when it's clotting up, it's like forming like a scab, like healing. Nah, if it well, if it blocks up an artery, like you can't get blood flow. Oh, so it clots that bad. Yeah, it clots that bad. Okay. And like it'll it'll like swell up joints and shit. Like, oh, you fuck. you'll see like especially because my my son has the full disease. So when he was young when he was younger when he was a baby like his shit used to get bad like we would be in the hospital for like days on end and shit and even more so eras i'm from what i've heard i'm not too sure like they got to correct me if i'm wrong from what i've heard a song that i wrote with them before i left called sea which is talking about that i think they're gonna put it on their new album but i gotta don't fact check me on it. i gotta run back and i think they are from because i got I spoke to Ralph about it and he told me, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna put it on the new album. They're gonna rework it and put it on the new album. That's cool, man. And the song is basically like, you know, talking about like I wrote the lyrics for it while I was in the hospital with my son. And then I brought it to the guys and I told Ralph, hey, read over it. I wrote the baseline, the intro baseline for it. If you look it up online, there's videos of when I was in the in the band that we play it live, but we never got to record it. 
So you guys have footage? You guys playing that song? Mm-hmm. A lot of it. Yeah. What year? Like what? When did you guys? Why Ooh. was it not on the on the EP? Because on the EP, when we recorded the EP, we had a set idea of doing four songs, and we wanted just basically to do the four songs that were more lively to say. But when but the plan was from the beginning after the EP when we did the album we were gonna put that song on the album, but then you know I left, and but they said they're still gonna put it on the album so hopefully hopefully it'll I think it's I think it's gonna make the album and hopefully it'll it'll bring some more awareness to what what's going on and how people can help and shit like that. That's why I always say like don't fuck around with like the big the big um charities just work directly with the hospitals. They do a lot more than the charities do. Yeah, because a lot of the times the charities will take their cut. No, even if you see March of Dimes, like March of Dimes, for every dime they receive, they give a penny. Exactly. So they're taking 90% of the fucking Exactly. So where the fuck does that money go? I don't know. Probably they'll say to pay their people, but like who's getting the most money? Probably like the CEO of Red Cross. Well, if you actually look at how March of Dimes works, March of Dimes work, a lot of it is volunteer. Like when they do like, like, like when people promote for that shit, so they don't even pay those. People. They don't even pay those people. So it's like, it's it's fucked. Yeah, they kind of just pocket the money at that point. Yeah, the mon- the monopoly of of charity work is is fucking stupid. And I feel like if you're gonna run shit to help people, help people. Don't yeah. Don't be a dick and try to make a profit off of off of other people off of off of other people's suffering. And the best way to guarantee that you're making a difference is, like you said, just going out and helping hospitals, like, locally. Yeah, like, even more so, like, Joe D, you don't have to necessarily, like, work at the hospital or do, like, even just donate. Because Joe D has a, a foundation. And they do, they work, they, they're the ones that they, they, their part work with the, with the tattoo expo. Yeah, that oh, they do every okay. year. Yeah, Mike McSween told me. Yeah, about that. every year when they do the music stage, that's all for Joe D. Like the money that's made there, mm-hmm. goes to it the goes hospital. to Joe D. and it helps them out. So that they make a, it makes a grand difference on what they can do for the kids over there. Like the new building at the hospital is ridiculous. Really? Yeah, like it has a fucking a playroom with with the Nintendo Switch with Nintendo Switches and all that shit. They'll bring like Fuck. they bring shit to the kids to make. Like their time there easier, like games and it's it's dope. It's but difficult though, man. Being a parent of someone who's has a kid that's in the hospital on a weekly or monthly basis. Yeah, I mean, luckily for me, um, he's gotten a lot better through the years, and he's gotten less of a need to go to the hospital as much as he did when he was younger. So you know, I'm I'm constant I'm constantly gracious that that happened, but like. It's not even about me. It's about the kids that are still suffering through it. Like they, they, I know people that even as adults they go through it, and it's fucked. It's really fucked. But uh, to what extent do you have to deal with it? Um, so you have traits of it. I have the trait. So basically, number one, if I if I reproduce with somebody that has the trait, the kid is automatically going to have the disease. Oh, okay. which is what happened with me. But um, two, um. I get sick like really easily. Word. Like super easy. And uh Yeah, I haven't really had I've had clots in the I've had clots before, but and I've been hospitalized for it, but it it's never it hasn't been recently. But it's it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, what do you think of this whole uh I saw you posting about it. What do you think of the whole MGK, Eminem? Man, fuck MGK. <laughs> <laughs> 
Fuck MGK. Fuck him. When you need a co-writer to fucking write a diss to a legend, like, if you're going to diss Eminem, go big or go home. Don't fucking say, oh, your beard's weird. Fucking faggot. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, fuck that guy. Funny, I, I hate him. I... I I didn't. I've so been, you're definitely Team Eminem. Of course, I've, I've been an Eminem, bro. I've been an Eminem fan since I was in elementary school. I think everyone has. And that's and that's scary to say that I was like a fourth grader listening to fucking. Me too. No, like, dude, I was like a fucking second, third grader listening. Bro, to, during Hurricane a, Katrina, I was bumping Eminem, bro. Bro, I was a fourth grader listening to fucking like the the Marshall Mathers EP. Ooh. And bro, I used to have to hide that shit in school because. Finally, when I got to middle school, my mom bought me an iPod, and that shit was full of Eminem. So, like, I'd be in class, like, hoodie bumping. up, fucking bumping shit. Felt like you were a B-Rabbit. Bro, fuck yeah. <laughs> and, like, I'm just sitting there, and then I remember one day the teacher, like, caught me, and I was, like, whispering the words, and I'm just like, bitch, I'm going to kill you like a murder weapon. I'm gonna kill. And, <laughs> and then she's like, what are you, who are you calling a bitch? I'm like, oh, shit. Uh, and they took my fucking iPod. Damn, they took your iPod, yeah, bro. They took, yeah, they took my iPod. I never got that shit back either. What do you mean? I never got it back because my mom had to go out to go get it, and I never told my mom. Damn. And that was like at the end of the school year, so I just fucking, I don't know. Nah, bro, I would have been to my, I to my mom that same day. Bro. I would have called her. Nah, mom, they got, my, they got my iPod. Nah, my mom got me an, another iPod like a year later. But she said she. I had to wait because I lost my first one, quote unquote. Said, I, man, I would have. You could. You could have <laughs> just told her, man. Nah, man, that fucking bullshit. She. If I would have told her, a like, hey, mom, they took my fucking iPod. Why? Because I was. I was rapping Eminem lyrics to the teacher. I, I was listening to Eminem in fucking class and calling people bitches and shit. I, I remember the first time I stumbled across the song Kim. Bro, I Kim, was like nine. Kim is my. My favorite song from that album, and that's morbid to say because the shit he says on that song is like, you know, he's basically like grim, grim, in grim detail talking about killing his wife. Yeah, no, what in grim? De- I mean, like, <laughs> yo, in clear, crystal clear detail, he's fucking choking her, he slits her throat, he drags her body, like you hear all puts that her in the shit. trunk and all that, bro. It, it like he Oof. he was dark, dog. He was dark as fuck, and I loved that shit. I loved every minute of it, and they just. They, I don't know, though. I, I think that shaped why I got into metal because from there, like, how he got associated with, like, Marilyn Manson and shit is when I stumbled into Marilyn Manson, even though I don't like him that much. I don't really like Marilyn Manson. But from there is when I started, like, branching out. And I think the first metal band I really, really, like, listened to was Avenged, was it? It was Avenged Sevenfold. Really? Yeah. Wow, it has come full circle. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but nah, but yeah. So like, MTV two fucking four, back country, back country on of MTV course. two. Yeah, fucking listening to that shit, and then like, people were like, "Oh, there's way more better bands than events of I'm like, "Are you sure these motherfuckers are good?" <laughs> and I, that was like City of Evil era. Yeah, so, yeah, two thousand five ish. So then finally, I listened to Waking the Fallen, and I was like, "Damn, oh, this shit is still good." Album. And then the album after that, I saw them in concert at Revolution, which apparently I found out after that shit, everybody that I fucking know was, was there, there, but I didn't know anyone. Lou, Lou Alex, was there. Alex, brother was there. Bro, all of them were there. And I'm just like, and we, and we talk about it all the time. Like, oh, yeah, um, I saw Ben <clears throat> Sevenfold in like 2000, in 2002 at, at Revolution. I'm like, in the back? Yeah, bro, I was there too. And we were all fucking there. 
but nobody knew each bullshit, other. Man, I, I was an Avenged Sevenfold fan, uh, but I wasn't old enough to be like going to concerts and shit. You know, I was like, like I mean, like, like I didn't have anyone to go with to a metal uh, concert. My mom was not gonna let me go by myself. I think I was fifteen. I want to say I was fifteen. How old are you now? Me, twenty six. Twenty six. Okay, <laughs> I'm twenty two. So. I want. I want to say I was fifteen, or I was fifteen when I saw Avenged Sevenfold. I went to Monday Night Raw by myself, but I couldn't go to a metal concert by myself. Yeah, but come on. Compare Monday Night Raw to like... Exactly, uh, you know what I mean? Like you're sitting down and what are you going to do? Just jump up and be like, yeah, compared to like... that, They have some big ass mosh pits. Like the mosh pits there were like ridiculous. What's the craziest show you've been to? Local or like... Local? Or famous band, like whatever. Craziest show I've been to um, was, I got to say... I don't know because local. I know which one it is. Local is the first time that I saw Macronium. The first time you saw Macronium. Tell me about that. I saw I the first time I actually actually watched Macronium. I think it was the show before Marageddon. And what year though? Because they've been doing Marageddon for a couple years at this. Point. I want to say it was like two years ago. Okay. It was like two years ago, and it was the first time I saw Macronium, and like apparently Joe Joe doesn't even know this yet. But apparently Joe knew of me, but really? I didn't know who they were. Okay. And he was walking down the street, and he just goes, "It was one. What's up, bro?" And I'm just like, "Hey." <laughs> and me and Joe, me and me and Joe, my my drummer at the time, we're like we look at each other like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" Yeah. And he's like, and he walks up to me and he hugs me. He's like, "How you doing, man? How do you feel?" You know, this fucking deep ass voice. Hey, how's it going, man? I'm, yeah. I'm just like, I'm good. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you guys are going to stick around for a set? I'm like, fuck yeah, we're going to watch you. No problem. And he's like, all right, cool, yeah. And he walks off, and I'm just like, who the fuck was that guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he can leave a like, weird impression. And then, and then especially, like, you know, he wearing wearing what Joe wears. A like, skirt, probably. Like, wearing, he was wearing a black skirt with, like, fishnet stockings yeah. and fishnet gloves and oh. a black shirt, black lipstick. And I'm just like, who the fuck is this guy? And then finally I caught their set and him fucking breaking light bulbs and riding the fucking horse on. I was like, this shit is fucking crazy. I fucking love these guys. And then the next show, I was like, oh, I fucking know who you are. What's up, bro? And I, from there. But crazy, like, major band, Killswitch. Killswitch? Killswitch 2000, I want to say 2004, when they did, um, when they did Mayhem. Okay. I'm not sure. I'm not sure on the year, but it I've was. I've never been to a Mayhem Fest. Bro, I've been injured in pits, but that day, like, I, I, I was at a point where I was like, I never want to pit again. What happened? Like, motherfuckers weren't tense, though. Like, I got, I, I was, what, like, at that point, I was like 16, 17, I think, and motherfuckers were pushing me around, and, like, this one big-ass dude picked me up. And he threw me across the pit, and I'm at the time I'm six four, I'm six one, and this big motherfucker was like six seven. And he picks me up and launches me across the pit, and I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" I've had injuries like Joe even knows at, at a Beartooth set and Warp Tour, in like 2015, 2016, some dude donkey kicked me in the chest. Fuck. Like straight up, and the song the band hadn't even started yet. I was just walking into the pit. And I tell Joe, yeah, I'm going to pit for this band. And I'm walking in. He just back kicks the fuck out of me and knocks all the wind out of my chest. And I'm like, 
And Joel's like, you all right? I'm like, yeah, I'm all right. We're, we're going to stick around. I tried to pit after that. I was like, nah, man, I, I can't fucking breathe. I got to get the fuck out of here. So we had to sit out and, and fucking wait. I drank water. And I felt like shit afterwards. Yeah, see, that's why I'm not even big on pitting, bro. I like, I think I'm finally at that point where I don't like pitting anymore. I don't. I used to a lot. Like, I used to listen to a lot of metalcore and shit. Dude, I saw you fucking clobber Dave at the fucking <laughs> anger game, dude. There's footage of him. There's footage of him getting, like, clotheslined fucking Bro, WWE he ran, style. he ran straight into me. and I Bad idea. And I didn't even see him. So I'm just like, okay, I know he's going to push me. And I pushed. He just, he just hit the floor. And yeah. I was like, fuck. Like, it was like a, a 90 degree fall. Just get, <laughs> like he just teleported to being on the floor. <laughs> and, I, and I felt so bad. I was like, damn, dude, I think I killed Dave. And Jesse told me when we were there, she's like, you got to be fucking be careful. Remember, you're big as fuck. I'm like, yeah, but I was, I thought he was going to run it. I thought he was going to like. You're supposed to, you're feeling it, man. Yeah. Like I thought he was going to come with it and. He did not come with it. Sorry, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Dave. I didn't mean to fucking knock you to the floor. The video of that is fucking great though. There's a video sorry, Dave. of, um, I, I still want to find out who the fuck it was, but there's a video of one of our sets. I think it was Marageddon too. It was one, the the second Marageddon we played, and there's some dude that was pitting, and like he was like slam dancing and all that shit, and somebody knocked his ass into the fucking pillar hardcore, Word. like like he like he was in the middle and they just they just pushed the fuck out of him and he hit the fucking pillar like hard as fuck. Fuck. So I, I know Ralph has the video, but I still don't know who that guy was. And if you're listening, bro, I'm so sorry that. You ate fucking concrete, but that's what happens in the pit. That's what happens in the pit. But see, uh, even at the last show uh, that um, I played for Lou, Buried Alive too. Mm-hmm. Were you there? No, I wasn't here you for Buried Alive. I just landed the day of Buried Alive. That's what it was. Okay, so uh, well, you should have been there anyway, bitch. Bitch, I got here like at eleven. You, like everybody was fucking playing already, and like I even everybody that was like come out, like they were. Eros had already played. You guys had already played, and by the time I would have gotten home, put my luggage, put my luggage in the house, and then driven down to churches, it would have been like one thirty in the morning. Who the fuck was I gonna see? Um, could have stayed around for Seven Sins. I do like Seven Sins. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, uh, as far as uh, that gig, there was a. Uh, a point where I'm packing my shit up, you know what I'm saying? I'm packing my drums up, making trips to the car, coming back. And so I'm holding some shit, and some dude fucking falls on me that was pitting, like, falls into my knee. That shit hurt, so fuck that, fuck that dude. Fuck. I, I think I've brought this up before, but... Yes, you really have. Fucking you, you, Even you, today, getting out of my car, it was raining at the mac and cheese place. Malik was there with me, bro. <laughs> Maybe y'all don't know, but we had to sprint. Like to the uh, uh, under the awning because it was raining hard as fuck, right? Yeah. So I open my door, and I go to sprint, and I fucking just run right into the side of the door with my knee, like the the the, the fucking the fucking sharp part of the door. Yeah, the fucking the the corner of the door. Yeah, just ate that shit with my knee. Oh fuck! Running that. like trying to run full speed, so bah, fucking ate it. <laughs> fuck that. And bro. yeah, so I just oh man, I have fuck knees, man. Did I've you? I've had fuck knees for years, but that's from fucking skateboarding and shit. That's how I fucked my knee up in the first place. Bro, I was I, longboarding. I have fuck knees from like skateboarding and trying to be fucking 
Rodney Mullen and shit. Domaniels and shit. Yeah, I like, love Rodney Mullen, bro. Like what? Rodney Mullen's my top, like my favorite That's skater. That's my favorite skater. That's my of favorite time, skater bro. of all time. Are you shitting me? No bro. one fucks with Rodney Mullen. Bro, I bro. fuck with Rodney Mullen. He's the king of freestyle, bro. He's, exactly. He invented everything that's done now. He invented it. All that crazy fucking like kick flips, or, tray flips, all that shit. He Casper. invented tray flips. Shit. Dude. He invented like all that shit. Every everything that everybody has done now has been like uh. Like an adaptation of what he's on, just pushing the limit. But the original stuff, yeah. like kick flips, tray flips, all that shit, is Rodney Mullen. Rodney Mullen's a beast. Bro. Rodney Mullen's a, and he's what, like forty nine, and he's still he still skates. I heard skates. he skates at like three and four in the morning, so no one watches him. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like he's bro. He he's super low key. He's set for life though. Like Word? he does do, yeah. From all the money he's made, like who's he skate for? Almost. Yeah, I think it's almost. I I think he's, I he he skates for almost. Plan B is my favorite my favorite team. That's hype beast shit, bro. That's bro, hype beast. Bro. That's the hype beast I brand. Fucking, is it not? Isn't Plan B for hype beast? Bro, I fucking love I fucking love Plan B. P Rod is a monster. No, I love P Rod, bro. His skating line right now, primitive. Yeah, I heard he's that shit he started, is hard. But I heard it's expensive though. I don't give a fuck. It's hard. <laughs> Dude, I have one of their hats, bro. They did a a, a cross with DBZ, bro. They did a cross. Yeah, well, they did a crossover. Yeah, with they did the shoes, right? No, they did that's the shoes Adidas. Too. Adidas did that shit. Adidas did the DBZ shoes. Yeah, but yeah, Primitive I saw that did shit. a DBZ crossover too. They have decks with like Vegeta and Goku on them and shit. But they have a hat, bro. It has a fucking Nimbus on. It's hard, nigga. You might have seen me wearing it. I need to fucking get on that. It's shit. hard, dude. They bro. have like a dope shirt with like uh, you know Frieza like staring up at Goku. You know what I'm saying? Doing the fucking spare bomb. No, no, no! Like right when they're like face to face, like they're about to face off and shit. I need to get on this. It's shit. hard. I, I didn't. Like I didn't. I did not know this shit at all. Dude, I did not know yeah, this shit. Yeah, man. There's a lot of people that have been doing collabs with DBZ. Yeah, like, I, I think the the culture that we live in now is a lot of, it, we live off nostalgia. Yeah. So, like, everything is, like, trying to bring back, like, old retro shit and put it in a new light. Like, have you seen the Alien Reeboks? No. There's some limited edition Alien Reeboks. Like There's, the movie? Like the movie Alien? Like, with the fucking Xenomorph and all that but shit? do they look good? The power, the power, the power lift is a fucking dope as shit. They're all yellow. What are power lift? Well, okay, well I'm assuming there's some Reeboks. Yeah, they're they're the power lift is a machine that she used to kill the Xenomorph in the movie, and the shoes are modeled after the power lifter. What the fuck? So they're like all yellow. They have the barcodes at the bottom. They're crazy as fuck. Yo, can you pull those up, Malik? What are they? Reebok power lifters? No, the Re- the Reebok alien editions. Alien edition. Pull There's two. Up. There's the power lifter and the xenomorph. And the yeah. xenomorph is like all black but sparkly, and it has like acid green at the. Oh yeah. shit! Yo, that is kind of dope though. Yeah. There, th- that's that's pretty lit. Yeah, the po- the power lifters, and then the other ones are the xenomorphs. The all black with the. Would you wear those though? Fuck yeah, I'll wear those. Really. Because you like the movie or because you think the shoes are cool? Because I like the movie. But do you think the shoes are cool? Those the are the Xenomorphs? Yeah, those are the Xenomorphs. Ooh. They're black. And I, like the, the, I like and the, the Xenomorphs. Bo- the they, bottoms are acid green. They glow up like that? Yeah. That's hard. They're the Bro, they're so dope. I like those. How much are they? Do you know? Uh, I want to say they're 300 a pair. Fuck. Fuck, <laughs> dude. That's some easy shit, dude. Hey, but look at the box it comes in. That's hard. You got to buy both of them? Nah, you get one. See, this is the thing they're trying to do with the, the Adidas Dragon Ball collab. Mm-hmm. They, they have a, all the boxes form a giant mural. So they're doing like a collect them all type shit. So oh, they can make the giant mural. So that you can but get like the all the shoes are at least 150 
That's like the like I really like Vans, as you can tell. That's all I fucking wear. Vans so I, I re- yeah, I really like Vans, and Vans their cross collabs are ridiculous. Like the new Marvels they came out with. That's a new. That's a thing. Yeah, they have the the Deadpool's, the what? the Black Panthers, the they have Deadpool, Black Panther, Captain America, um, Wolverine. I think they have a Wolverine edition. A wo- Dude, this sounds hard as fuck, bro. But like and, sometimes and they're, they're kind of bro, corny. and they're only nah, but they're hard, and they're like seventy bucks a pair. Mm, that's not bad. Seventy bucks a pair, and it's and they look stupid dope. Are you into like dressing, like all? fashion stuff yeah. like that? I I like shoes. I've okay. I've started to like shoes more now than I did in the past. Word. Yeah, like clothes. Like if you look at my closet, clothes is like all band shirts. Pants, jeans, that's it. Yeah. But shoes, like, I feel like shoes can, like, make or break anything. And I've yeah, really started Nike. to get into shoes. So what kind of, what brands are you fucking with right now? Honestly, right now, I like Adidas a lot more than I like Nike, bro. I like Vans. Vans have always been my thing. And even more so, like, their cross collabs are ridiculous. Like, the shit that they pull out, like, the Metallica ones. Okay. Like, the, like bands are, like, bands are even getting their own shoes. Like, I remember they had a limited edition Iron Maiden ones. Yeah, that each pair was like an album cover, so they had the yeah, they had like a those. fear of the dark. They had the power. They had the um the pow- power glide power. Don't ask me, ask Dave. I don't know. I don't know that much Iron Maiden. They had um, bro. They're just they're just stupid dope. And now they have the Metallica ones that they're coming out with a new pair that is all the album covers. So they have really like a, they have like a ride the lightning. They have a Saint Anger. They have a uh, Kill 'Em All. Dude, there was some um. Back in the day, some Ride the Lightning Chucks. Yeah. I used to see all the time, dude. Nah, but Vans got ex- exclusivity for Metallica. For Metallica. Now, those so. those Chucks were hard, though. What, the Ride the Lightning Chucks? Yeah. But you didn't like them? I, I see, like back the, in the day, dude, like the classic shoes, it was the, the all-black Chucks, bro. Like if you were yeah. a rock or metalhead type shit, you were wearing you, the all-black Chucks. The all-black with the white fronts. Not even, bro. Or just like the all flat, the, the the flat blackout ones. I, had, them, I think yeah. I had a pair. And yeah, they got, and they got bleached. So Malik had a pair of them shits, right? The all black Converse with like even the black rubber star on that bitch. You know, I had the all, now uh, yeah. it's the all blackout Vans, bro, with the red, the little red tag with on the, the little red tag on the back. I, the, the I have a pair of those right now. I That's have, like the third pair of those I that I bought. Wearing, I think I'm wearing them right now, but I'm wearing classics. I'm not wearing slip-ons. No, dude, that's, those are the ones that, that I have, bro. The all black with the red tag. I yeah. have these, and I have the the black and the black and gum ones. Yeah, yeah. It's like black and brown with the gold with the, with yeah, the gold yeah. accents. Mm-hmm. That's my shit. I like the the ones that you have on now. It, like literally, I bought them like three times because like, and they look better worn in. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Yeah, after they get worn out for a minute, they look better. I just I just feel like it, they're not, vans aren't expensive. They're not. They're stupid comfy, especially the new ones that are the 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 pro collection. Mm-hmm. Like the pro collection are even more comfortable than the regular ones. Okay. And they just you can have like a pair to match with anything. Yeah, that's so, for there's sure. There's so many fucking colors like you come you, in any kind of uh, any color basically. I think the color that I've always wanted, but I've ne- every time I've gone to go buy them, I end up getting something else. But I'm eventually gonna get them. The the seafoam green and white. Ooh, seafoam green is dope. But I've never bought them. Never. If I, you can like find like the right shirt, whatever to match. Nah, I mean, my thing is my closet is my closet is ninety percent black. Black. So I can wear whatever color shoe and it'll match. 
So at that point, yeah, black matches or anything. Yeah. So it's like my closet is ninety percent black. Like I don't. I think I have like two shirts that are maybe colored, and it, one of them is like my inter, my interview shirt. Just <laughs> <laughs> job interview shirt. Yeah, my exclusive. job interview. Yep, my job interview shirt, and not that church. Yeah, yeah church? like a like a nice church <laughs> shirt. You really go it. to church? No, nah, I don't go to church anymore. I used to when I was a kid. Oh, a yeah, lot. of course. That's how I got into music, actually. That's how I got into performing. The church band? Yeah. Me, what did you get to do? Um, I started off singing. And then from singing, like, my cousin got into guitar. So I started, I picked up guitar. But I was, I've always been really fucking big for no reason. <laughs> so my mom bought a junior-sized guitar. Yeah. And that shit was tiny as fuck. So you needed a big boy guitar. Yes, but so like I would play and my hand would like wrap around the neck completely. Ah, I can't even do that. So like, not even now. Like now, it, now it's even worse. But I've learned is that I didn't, I didn't know to, I didn't have good technique. Okay. So like I just thought, oh, my hands are gonna fall into place as soon as I touch it, which nobody warned me. That's not how it works. So like I gave up on that shit. I just gave up on playing guitar completely. Years pass. Eventually, my mom lets me stop going to church. I stopped going to church. I get in the metal, and I'm like, oh, I would like to be in a band, but I know I can't play guitar because the guitar is too small. So I get a bass, and I start playing bass, and bass is bigger, but bass is comfy because it's bigger. So I fucking pick up bass. I start learning, like, fucking Event Sevenfold songs. Like, I learned MIA, like, the second day I bought my bass. Really? Yeah, the fucking intro, the doom, 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 Is Johnny Christ a good bassist? Yes. Be honest. Yes, but they don't utilize him as much as, as they should. Mm, okay. He's a great bassist. I will say that. He has that. chops. He has chops. All he's, right. he's not ridiculous. Like I know I know people that will blow him out the water. Of course. But he for what he does, he's he's good. I like the bass line in the song Tension. Off From the, off the new album? No, 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 no. It's off the, the, the it's the, the side of B cuts that they did with like oh, that, the cut? Iron Maiden cover and shit, mm-hmm. the Flash of the Blade cover and the Walk cover. Oh, that Lou hates. <laughs> Shout out to Lou. <laughs> Lou's a fuck man. But um, yeah, Johnny Christ is good. He's not my favorite bassist, but no, who but is? I, my favorite bassist, Lee. Fuck Flea. What? Fuck Flea. What? To me, Flea. Whoa! Is, hold up. What, Flea, why? What's wrong with Flea? Flea is, is great. Flea? Flea is great, and I'm not gonna knock his chops, but like you can't slap on everything, dog. Yeah, you can. It's no, funk. you can't. They're playing funk. You can't slap. They're on playing everything. funk. But like, I just feel like I feel like it gets kind of it gets tiring. Like it gets tiring after a while. Like you can listen to Red Chili Peppers maybe like 30 minutes in a day, and that's it. No, nah, I love the Chili Peppers, man. I like You're them, tripping, but it, bro. nah, but there's. Is it because you can't play it? Nah, fuck can you. you. Play it? Uh, I'm try- I tried. You. I tried. <laughs> I can fucking play fucking play bass lines, but. Not for more than 30 minutes? Nah, I can't do it. <laughs> Just, does it. Is it boring? It gets boring to me. Like, I like to, I like really overcomplicated shit. Is, is this shit not complicated? It I'm it, not a bass player. Is it not? It, it, once you learn the, the, once you learn how to really do it, it isn't. No? No. It's mainly just like getting your hand to do the rhythm, to do the rhythms right. So who's... The because be- everyone's like list has Flea as like at least in like the top. Flea's three in my top. I'm not gonna lie, Flea is in my top ten. So who who's the best bass player for me? For me, maybe like a top three. Top three. 
top. I have one in my head that I think is um, the top. I don't know if you're going to mention or not. Number, so I'm curious. Number one is Les Claypool. That name is dumb familiar, but where is he from? Primus. Okay, gotcha. Les Claypool can play whatever the fuck you throw at him. Like, he is the... Let me put it to you this way. He auditioned for Metallica after Cliff Burton died, and Metallica told him no because he was too good. That's how good Les Claypool is. I was going to say Cliff Burton. <laughs> Cliff Burton is my number three. I love Cliff, man. Cliff was ridiculous. He's a monster. Les Claypool's my number one because you can throw anything at... Cliff can probably play someone's guitar line better on bass. Yeah. So that's how crazy good Les Claypool is. Number two is John Meung from Dream Theater. I was just about to say, what about the Asian dude from Dream the Theater? A, the fucking, um, who was it that called him a little girl the other day? I don't know, but he looks like a dude from Dragon Force. Lee. Yeah, he does it like Herman Lee. Yeah, but I was going to say Harmon Lee. <laughs> somebody called him a little girl the other day. I'm I don't like, know, oh, I wasn't there. They're a bunch of old guys with a little girl on bass. Yo, well, that buddy kills it, dude. Hey, bro. Doesn't he play like an eight-string bass or something? He plays a six-string. That's nuts. He plays a six-string, and he plays it like if it's like if it's nothing. He just flows through it, and his bass lines follow the guitar, and he just... Is like, it hard to play bass like that? Yeah, it really is. So who's who would you say is your biggest influence like in the way you write and the way you play? Because that, 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 what song is it that has that? Is it uh, Tomorrow's Not For Us? That, that has, has the bass solo? Yeah. That's a lot of John Myung in that in that aspect in the finger tap aspect, giving it melody. Yeah. It's a lot of John Myung, a lot of Justin Chancellor from Tool, but Justin Chancellor doesn't tap, but he get he writes he he was the first person I heard that put made the bass the front. For me, it was hearing uh, for whom the bell tolls. When someone told me the intro was bass, I was like, "Get the fuck out!" You want the hell yeah? Did you think it was? I yeah. And I like for whom the bell tolls, but that's not Cliff's greatest bass. Bass. But like that first, the the one where they did it live, where he like did a solo in front of it. Oh yeah, they, that no. Every time hard, he played dude. it live, it was different. Like he would like rip the fuck out of it. Like da na 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 boom, and you're just like, yo, I'm never gonna be that good. So straight up, bro. Dude. Like fuck him. But um, yeah. That, Your biggest influence is my biggest influence. It's a mix of a lot of people because I. It all depends on what what we want to go for in the in the song. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna give me creative control and allow me to solo, I'm gonna channel like John Myung, Justin Chancellor, um, Evan Brewer from the who used to be in the Faceless. Now he's in um, damn, what the fuck is the name of this band? They have a chick le- they have a chick screamer and she's ridiculous. Oh, uh, Flyleaf? No, not Flyleaf. Fuck Flyleaf. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only band that I know, dude. Um, no, I, I wrestled uh, the bear once. <laughs> Hey, Crystal was the shut up, bro. Fuck that band. Crystal was so good. Dog. Fuck that band. But I listen to them now, and it's so cringy that I actually listened to them when I was in middle school, dude. They were ab- they were obnoxious, like they, super they, obnoxious. They weren't. They were. They're good musicians. Like you know, the guitarist now plays bass for um for Major Lazer. Who? The guitarist that used to be in I Wrestled a Bear yeah, once. But for who? Major Lazer. I don't know what that is. Motherfucker, you never heard of Major Lazer? No. What's Major Lazer? Fucking Diplo. Fucking Diplo. Do I look like some EDM fucking <laughs> trance whore to you? Fucking, am I wearing panties and fishnets right now? No. No. I'm not. So, okay. Just because you can't see does not mean that I'm wearing panties <laughs> and fishnets. <laughs> no, dude. No, no. I, don't, I don't know. What is that? Is that like some... Yeah, it's like some EDM type some shit. Some dubstep shit? Yeah, yeah. You fuck with that? 
I like Major Lazer. I don't really dabble into EDM. You like Knife Party, bro? Nah, fuck Knife Fucking Party. Fucking Avicii? Nah. No? I like Major Lazer because they mix reggae into their shit. And reggae. I'm Yeah, and I'm really into reggae. You know who Cultura Profetica is? Cultura Profetica? Yeah. Never heard of them. Nah, what? Dude, they're hard. I'm going to show you after the show. Dude, they're a reggae band from Puerto Rico. Bro, I've, I've seen them live. They're sick. Like, I've, like I started... It's Joe's fault, okay? Why I really started getting into reggae? Because oh, Joe was word. the one. Yeah, Joe put me onto a lot of reggae. Shout out to Joe. Shout out to Joe. Fucking. Reggae has some dope shit. Like, not even just like Sublime and, and, and 311 and these fucking white people. Bro, this, fuck, this fucking, that fucking white water bread fucking reggae. Yo, you can't tell me you don't like some ska, though. I love ska, but like, when when every song is the same fucking key and it's the same. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> like that shit gets so that shit gets annoying after a while, dog. I love that fucking. It's so perfect, dude. Bro, like <laughs> every. <laughs> that's what Malik likes, bro. He loves that fucking <laughs> surf rock. Like, dun, 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 dun. like you ever seen the movie Brink? Bro, yo, fuck. Oh yo, my god, I fucking love that movie. It's a, you watch it now. It's so cringy, it's cringy, dude. bro. You watch What's a lot of movies. Oh my god, we need to get. We're gonna win this competition, man. Yeah, man, for the pups, man. For the pups. No, gnarly. gnarly, dude. That was a gnarly sesh, man. Bro, like, I watched. I just got Verve, which has, like, they have, like, channels and shit. Yeah. And they just put Nick Splat, oh, which has fuck. all the 90s Nickelodeon shows. So they have, like, like Doug. The ones? Like, Doug, Rocket Power. Oh god, I always hated Rocket Power. Bro, I watch Rocket Power now and I cringe. The it's whole bad, time. right? It's. I used to think it was the shit. Like, <laughs> bro, I hate like I used to love Rocket Power back then, but I fucking hate it now. It's cringeworthy. Nah, yeah, I can't fuck with it, dude. Like, and then and I didn't fuck with it back then either. Nah, and like fucking shows that I used to be terrified of in the '90s, I watch it now and I'm like, I used to be scared of this bullshit. Like courage. Nah, I've always liked Courage. Like, I think it's only one episode that ever really freaked me out. The evil eggplants? No, not the evil eggplants. Oh. The fucking, um, the... Beware the slab. The fucking... Beware the slab? Like, the fucking... Ah. The, the, the Egyptian dude that, like, he started bringing plagues and shit to the house. Yo. And it was like, you know how the cartoon is 2D? Yeah. Why is this motherfucker the only 3D shit in the whole show? Whoa. Like, that shit tripped me the... F that that one episode tripped me the fuck out. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look into that after. That episode and the fucking episode about the dentist dude. No, the barber. That every that as he's like cutting cutting um Courage's hair, he's telling him this story about how like he used to be a when he would like go crazy, he just starts shaving everyone. Like he shaved his dog, he shaved his he shaved his mom. No, I didn't see that episode. Bro, that shit was fucking is if you watch it, you'll know it. It's, Probably. it's creepy as fuck. And he's like, I was naughty. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and they yeah, just start, yeah, yeah, yeah. he shaves every, bro, that episode tripped me the fuck out. But It duh. is pretty creepy. Cartoons back in the day were some Cartoons back shit. then gave no fucks. Like Ren and Stimpy and shit. Oh, God. Bro, that show gave no fucks. Even SpongeBob to an extent, like they show like some gnarly close-ups. Yeah, they do. Like when they're like pulling hair, or pulling teeth and shit. Yeah, like shit's all detailed. Like and there was a uh, when 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 they were helping Squidward move his couch or some shit, and mm -hmm. it fell on his toe, like ripped his toenail off, and they fucking zoom in and <laughs> fucking rip. It's all red. It's like oh god, bro. Nineties cartoons were on were on another level. For real, they, that was like 
that was like I think that's why we're so fucked as a generation because we we weren't we weren't we weren't censored as children. Like you you look back and watch a lot of shit that we watched back then. Like you're like, bro, I can't believe my mom let me watch this. It was like subliminal exposure to shit. You didn't really know what you were looking at. Yeah, like the fucking the the main episode that freaked me out about from Courage the fucking. Um, the fucking Egyptian dude that will stand outside and rain plagues. Like, that's all biblical and shit. Like, the motherfucker rained frogs on their house and shit. Oh, see, that's some weird shit to like be it put was, in a kid's show. Yeah, so that shit got stupid creepy after a while. There's actually, um, it's a weird note. There's uh, this song that, like, is like a kid's tune, like a song you teach to children or mm-hmm. some shit that's called, like, The Wiener Man. The wiener man? Yeah, and it talks about how they love their wiener man and he sells them wieners and shit. And I'm t- I'm going to show you this fucking song after because like um the VP of of the of my job, my mm-hmm. boss. She, she we were just talking shit and she brought it up and she like sang the song that they taught her like when she was like a girl and like this like girl scout type deal. And I was like that's kind of creepy. It's like a weird song. And so she showed it to everyone. Everyone's like agreed that it was like really fucking weird to make kids sing this weird wiener man song. And so, it, like, it's weird. Like, a lot of, like, back in the day, people would, like, sexualize nah, shit for not kids even, a lot. Not even often. sexualize. Like, they made a lot of weird shit, and they made it, like, a lot brighter for children. Like, and innocent. Yeah, like, fucking, you know, um, you know, Ring Around, you know what Ring Around the Rosie is about, right? No. Ring Around the Rosie is about the plague. What? Not how. Ring around the rosy, a pocket full of posies, ashes, ashes, they all fall down. Well, they the they use ring around the rosy is like when the bodies, when the people would die from the plague, they will throw them out in the street. And like they would put like flowers in their pockets because you can't touch them because if not, you'll catch it. And what they'll eventually do if you had like posies in your pocket, eventually the like the hospitals would come and pick up the bodies and they would burn them. So that's why it's ashes, ashes, they all, we all fall down. Like, it's about burning bodies. So what's up with the poses in your pocket? They Like, kind of like respect. Like, it's, it's like a signal to let them know this motherfucker died from the plague. But it's also like, you know how they give you flowers at your funeral? Mm-hmm. Kind of like that. That's fucking, yeah, that's a weird thing. Though. And London Bridge is about the actual London Bridge falling. And people died during that shit. So. That is fucking weird, isn't bro, it? Bro, like. It's I, like I'll making a song about 9-11. <laughs> the tower is gonna get hit. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that is the equivalent of it. They're singing about the London Bridge falling down, and like, and they're talking it's just about catchy the, as fuck, bro. And and you and you sing that shit as a kid, and you're like, oh well, you know, it's I'm just, American. Who cares? It's like, oh, it's a simple, it's a simple fucking song. Like, what, what the fuck does it matter? But when you actually look into it, you're like, bro, like this shit was pretty fucked. Yeah, it's weird. This shit, this shit was pretty fucked. Like uh-huh. a a lot of a lot of shit a lot of shit is subliminal, but that's a life though. Like I've learned that a lot of shit that you learn as a child when you become an adult, you're like, bro, this this shit is fucked up. If you want to go deep, do you do you how how much do you believe in like the deep state and like the Illuminati and like the elite and I'm a, all that crazy shit? I go pretty far in. Yeah. I like I like reading about shit. We found like aliens that. are hiding in Area Fifty One. Well, yeah. I mean, I I read about all that types of shit, and like it's it's, it, we we can go all day talking about fucking conspiracy theories, and it 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 go it gets pretty fucking deep and bad. 
So like, what's uh, one that you believe in heavily? That's not al- like the JFK. The, al- the Illuminati's real. Fuck yeah, they're real. Yeah? Bro, they've been... I don't know. Bro, they've been out there for forever, dog. The Illuminati is know. real. Yeah, I, I used to believe in the Illuminati, but like... But like you know how many it takes too many people for this to be a thing. No, it it doesn't take it doesn't cars. take that it doesn't take that many people. Bro. A lot of fucking people. Bro, man. think about it. Why have the why have the same fucking families been the richest families for the past couple fucking for the past centuries? I don't know. Can bro, the Rockefellers me? have been rich since the fucking 1800s. No, not the 1800s, the early 1900s. The Rockefellers um go went um I, I'm not sure if I'm going to get the name right. The Roth, the Rothschilds, bro, all of them, they're fu- they've been rich for decades now, and you're telling me like nothing has come up that they've lost money. Yeah, but when you have that much money, a no, loss is not the same no, as a loss because to someone towers else. because every, every civilization has fallen. I thought like you were gonna say because Tower Seven. I was like, nah, <laughs> <laughs> no, every civilization has fallen, but these motherfuckers have been in power and they've been controlling everything for. Every war that bro, that's how they make money. Every war that every war they they make money off of human lives. Yeah, a lot of that people is, do. That is the that is the US's biggest export. Military power. Yeah. Shit's get shit's getting fucked up in your country, we'll send the army. That's it. A lot of people benefit from the war though, not just this. Like Illuminati, but character. no. But if you trace all the companies back, they all go back to the they same. They all go company. back to the to, to the Illuminati. Like if you trace back all the military funding into the weapons companies and all that stuff, you think it goes down to the level where it's like artists are in the Illuminati. Of like course, artists and like they're, of course. They're, the music what? they make is marketing to a certain Bro, way. You you as a musician and you know how hard it is to make a buck as a musician. Yeah. Why are these one one shot nobodies fucking just blowing up for no reason? Like uh, like the rappers, like Lil Pump and shit. Yeah, like, that. like like, and then they use them to like, they use them to to mask over what's really going on in society. So that way, instead of you being like, "Hey, why the fuck are these kids starving?" or "Why the fuck is this going on?" you're like, "Oh, fucking Lil Pump made a made a song with a line that your mom's a hoe." Like, it's all a mask, dog. That shit is that shit is all set up so that way you can be distracted. But that's what I'm saying. You don't think that's too many moving cogs when it gets down to the level that yeah, you're but having musicians make certain music to target certain people, or certain you're plugging certain people and and keeping other people down. Like, it just seems like way too many. Co- like you, people can barely run a business, a two man operation, barely make that work. But yeah, but they've whole they've had they've had decades work. to perfect this shit. Like yeah, but technology has been advancing. Bro, it's not it's not one person is not one person. That's what I'm saying. So like to me, there's too much human error for this to be a thing, dude. But like, that's too many t- but possibilities that's for people to fuck but when up. You, but when like you said, when you have enough money to platform yourself to where you can take a loss like that, like what? Why the fuck does one person need a trillion dollars? Why does there need to be a trillionaire on this earth? Because. They decided to make a product that uh, people wanted, and they made a trillion dollars off of it. No, like because what? even even fucking Bill Gates. Bill Gates is one of the richest men on earth, and he's only a billionaire. Does he not? The fuck. That money? The Rothschild. The Rothschilds own ninety three percent of all the money in the U.S. Think about that. Ninety three percent. Haven't they been the around money. for a long time? Like a lot of people that are in the yeah, U.S. Yeah. So are their hands. Immigrants. Their 
their hands are in everything. They've been around forever. I mean, yeah, it's just so, inevitable. So, really. so think about it this way. If you have that much money mm-hmm. and you can do that much, don't you think they would have some... Because one of the, one of the greatest lines that I associate to life is from fucking Scarface, which is ironic as fuck. But once you have the money, once, once you have the money, you get the power. Once you have the power, the world is yours. Money brings power. And when you have enough money to be like, hey, like, don't let this shit happen. Like, and people will take it. Like, how many fucked up laws have passed? They're just like, aren't these people humans? But it's probably not convenient for them because they'll lose money on it. So they'll grease a palm and be like, hey, don't let it happen. And it just goes on. So what's the ultimate goal of some society like that and like... Well, so like, what they just want to hoard all the money? Yeah, or what? they, just, like, they want because with money you have control. Control so of what? Everything. Of the laws. Everything. Laws, fucking um, production. Whatever you want to see come to light can happen. If you wanted to be like a new, like a like, basically the ultimate goal is new world order for them to control all the money on earth. You've heard about like the Bohemian Grove and shit like that. Yeah. What's up with that? Could you, have you done research on that? Because I know that it's like a get together for a lot of elite people, but the Bohem- that's pretty much all I know. That's just like the. Does that have something to do with the Illuminati? Yeah, it it does because it basically falls in line of how the Illuminati of how they work. It's like these groups of people are all in conjunction with each other of what passes, what doesn't pass. Like this is what's gonna happen. Like even look at. And it sounds like I'm being bullshit, fucking crazy, but look at fucking 9-11. Look at the pictures from 9-11. People have, vi- there's videotape of 9-11 happening. Why the fuck are there explosions before the plane hits? That is a point that I've heard made. So, like, you're not, you're, you're blaming a plane on it, but you can clearly see explosions in the, in the video. So, like... So you think that has something to do with the Illuminati? Oh, of course. That shit was to fucking scramble. It was to scramble everybody to fucking... Because you know how much the stocks went down after that shit? Well, I mean, it also got us involved in a war. That in Middle East, yeah. Iraq war two years later. And what's the U.S. And back to, the, back to square one. That. What's the biggest... What's the U.S.'s biggest export? Military uh, force, yeah. Military power. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, I don't, I'm not opposed to saying it was an inside job, but to say that... There's a whole community of people that call that are the Illuminati or whatever. I don't know, man. It's a the way that I feel is gonna happen is gonna eventually get to a point where they're gonna do like as much as it seems obtuse or, or retarded to reference another movie, but eventually it's gonna come down to where like the purge fucking happens. Like they're gonna start doing population control, like because we have too many fucking people on Earth, and it's gonna get down to a point where they're gonna be like, okay, we need to, because that's what. AIDS was made for to dwindle out like the gay community. Oh, so okay, 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 okay. So that that's a conspiracy that I've heard too. That mm-hmm. AIDS was something that was made by like the CIA or some shit. Yeah, look at same ev- way crack was. Look, yeah, crack was made to keep to keep minority like, minorities down. in control. Yeah, and AIDS was made to kill out fucking like, you know, homosexuals. homosexuals. So. You put that shit into a spectrum, like, think about it. Every disease on Earth has some type of correlation to something in the past. Look at polio. Polio's been going on for years. They cured it, 
but it's still out there. Look at like all these fevers and stuff that we, you can catch. That shit isn't nothing new. It's just being discovered again. Yeah. Where the fuck did AIDS come from? It's just going to randomly pop up, up in the 80s? Well, I heard that it... it this is just, of course, theories. And it could have been a theory that they put out themselves or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that, like, I don't know, some dude fucked a monkey or something. Yeah, like I, heard, I heard that shit, too. That somebody fucked a monkey and then they discovered it. And then from there, that's how, they, that's how AIDS came to be. But where they fucked up was is that they did it to try to dwindle out the gay community. But... Are there reports of, like... CIA operatives like spilling the beans on the shit or like there have been black vans or something like what their their thing is is that there most diseases have a have what's called a patient zero yeah when it's yeah. a new disease the first one. you have a first one there is no patient zero for for AIDS they don't it know just it is? bloomed it just bloomed that is nowhere. fucking strange so you're telling me all these people are gonna have the same disease for no reason that is a very fucking strange ordeal. It's almost like the Black Plague, right? Yeah, it's but the a, Black it's Plague a, was like just it's of a, disgustingness. Yeah, it's fucking lep- leprosy and shit. Like, you well, know. they just left trash out in the street. They shit in holes. Like, they didn't have plumbing. They didn't have plumbing. They didn't have proper proper way to clean meat. And oh yeah, Ugh. yeah. Back then, parasites like, probably yeah, in parasites, and then the fucking rats running every. That's the main shit. That's how the, the rats is how it spread, right? That's how it started because Might the plague. The plague came from ticks. Ah. That ticks, the ticks, ticks would freak me the fuck out. That ticks would bite rats, and then the rats would put it like running around and shit. Like, bi- like some of them bit people. Some of them or fucking just like just biting on food, and the people would fucking eat it because they had nothing else to eat in that time in London. So they just fucking ate the shit, and then it came down to a point that people got sick. Yeah, it's disgusting. Uh, yo, Malik, like, how long we've been going, man? Uh. As far as like, oh, shit. One hour. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, on the dot, huh? That's crazy. Uh, no, that this just reminds me of Dishonored. Do you ever play that game? With Dishonored? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you got you know, the rats and shit with the plague. Yeah, that that, that shit. Game is awesome. That's that's heavily based on like Victor- that era, right? Yeah, Victorian London. Yeah. Like, uh, I wanted to get this in um before we wrapped it up uh, mm-hmm. about Divisional Void. I mean, uh, can we talk about like? Do you have any members in mind as to who's going to come in and, and fill the slots? I mean, I know you you were trying to do like a you and, and Seabass were the permanent the, members. And the way me and Seabass are, are, are discussing, the way we're planning the Visional Void is we're going to basically do it like Fear Factory style. That, you know, Fear Factory is run by Dino Cazares and the singer. At, but live, they have members that play with them live. Like their basis is the old basis from Static X. Okay. And their drummer for a while was D- Gene Hoagland. Mm-hmm. So they had him for a long time, and I think they had a falling out, so they don't have Gene Hoagland anymore. But that's how we're planning on doing things once we actually start playing live. And actually, we were trying to plan to play. There's actually a show coming up that you guys are playing, and it's going to be you guys. We have um, Tedium on board, State of Solitude, Jamina. October 13th? October 13th. It's going to be at Churchill's Born Beneath is playing. Yep. So um, we have a lot of bands coming in for that. We were actually trying to project to play that show, but it's not going to be enough time to have us prepared. Like, f- like. So you do one. have members. 
In we line. have people in line. Yeah, I don't want to give too much out because okay. then because then people are gonna be like, oh, we knew it or whatever. Right, so right, right. I'd rather keep it on the hush for now. But we do have people in line that we're that we're getting to to perform with us live, and hopefully it's something that that people enjoy. Like I, we've worked really hard on the music, and we haven't even finished yet. But as soon as it's done and we finally play and we present it to everybody, hopefully everybody likes it. Fuck yeah, man. That's what's up. Um, mm-hmm. Any plugs other than the October 13th gig that we're going to um, be playing? October 13th, there's the show this Friday, the FIU fundraiser. Yes. Um, you guys are playing as well. Tonight. Um, basically yeah, basically Friday. because it dropped Friday. So tonight, um, you know, Eros is playing, State of Solitude is playing. Yanoia. Um, Yanoia, Born Beneath. Um, seven Cents. Seven Cents. My brother's in Seven Cents. Shout out to Seven Cents. They're Always playing. Love those guys having on here. So they're so basically all, basically all of my brothers are gonna be in one setting, and that I feel is gonna be like it's gonna my be a fun ass fucking time. It's gonna be my I I plan on that being my actual like homecoming sort of party kind of sort of. Fuck yeah, man! We should get a cake for your dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, those are basically my plugs. Um, October twenty seventh, we will be in Fort Myers. Uh, so check our Facebook page for the details on that. Uh, other than that, tonight we'll be down at Renee's in Wynwood getting down with all our boys for the FIU Metal Club. And um, that's pretty much it for the month of September. Mm-hmm. That'll round out our September. Yeah, that's going to round out September. October, you know, we have the thir- we have the show the 13th. You said you also have the, the, the show on the 27th. Um, Halloween falls on like a on Wednesday or something. Halloween shit, falls so. on a Wednesday this year, but I'm I'm waiting to see what's gonna be the Halloween shows for this year. We'll so, see what's up. Maybe that weekend. I heard Macron I think Macronium's doing something. If they're doing something, we'll be there. So let's fucking do let's that. fucking party. Fuck yeah. That rounds up September, that rounds up this episode, bitches. So Thank you, Charles, for coming out. Thank man. you really very much for having me. Shit. Thank you everyone for listening. Follow us on Instagram, like our Facebook page. You already know how we do it. The throne. Fade to say. Let's see